It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My next guest on Late Lunch this Tuesday is a sixth-generation hairdresser from the Byrne Clan whose award-winning business celebrated its 60th anniversary last year. Based today at Corn Market in Navin, Liam Byrne owns Robert Byrne Hairdressing where he's practising, where he's a practising trichologist, one of only seven in Ireland and he's in the guest seat on Late Lunch today. Liam, good to see you. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining me. Come on, I've been teasing it all day before the show, during the show, right up until now. Put them out of their misery. What is trichology? Well, trichology is the study of hair and scalp. So trichos is Greek for hair. Analogy is the study of. So that's where the name trichology comes from. Um, I'm a member of the Institute of Trichology and actually a board member um, of the Institute. It's my second stint. Um, And for me to become a member, it took six years to qualify because I'm not a doctor. I don't have a PhD in biochemistry or whatever. Um, The Institute used to be very academic led, but more and more um, it's practical. There's more and more hairdressers studying it, which is great because it gets the message out to to the public and to patients. And um, it's it's a very, very interesting field. I was in London yesterday all day on a course on nutrition and hair. So my brain is a bit fried <laughs> today, to be perfectly honest with you. But it's a, it's a fascinating subject. And actually, as the years go on, I, I qualified as a member in 1990. I started studying in 1984 and um, I've never stopped learning. Mm. It's absolutely fascinating. Is trichology and the issues, we'll talk about those now that people present to you with, um, a significant factor in the population? Um, It is. Each different condition would represent, say, a percentage of the population. So approximately 2% of the population would suffer from alopecia areata. Likewise, with um, psoriasis, it's around 2%. It is something that's increasing. It's hard to know, is it increasing because more people are suffering from hair and scalp disorders? Um, or is it just that people are, know about about it and are coming forward? Um, you know, in terms of, say, scalp conditions with, with dandruff, at least 50% of the population suffers from dandruff. It's a very, very common condition. Head and shoulders is the largest selling shampoo in the world. Does it do what it says on the bottle? Uh, it does, despite despite uh, everything that people are told about it. Yes, it does. There you have it. You heard it on late lunch this afternoon. The expert is telling you that. But dandruff per se is not like it's it's it can be embarrassing or maybe a little uncomfortable. Is is it is it serious? Is it a thing that we should take care of? Can we get rid of it? 
Absolutely, um, because as I always say to people, your skin doesn't stop on your hairline. Your skin continues okay. back. So um, what actually causes dandruff, believe it or not, is a fungi. It's not a fungi like a ringworm. It's a fungi that we all have. It's called Malesia and um, it lives on the skin perfectly OK. What happens to people who are susceptible to dandruff or eczema um, is that essentially um, the natural oils that we secrete the sebum, uh, the chemical structure of it changes. Therefore, the, the fungi's dye changes. It secretes oleic acid and possibly arachidonic acid in some cases. The oleic acid irritates the scalp, so it causes the cells in the skin to multiply quicker, and hence you get these scaling. The arachidonic acid is responsible for the inflammation. Um, but yes, definitely it is something, because what happens is if it's not treated, people scratch it, the dirt under their fingernails causes a secondary infection. Okay. It's very easy to So treat. it leads, and it can lead into something more yes, serious. Exactly. So it should be dealt with. A shampoo, you mentioned a brand of shampoo there. What else? What else can you do to, to rid yourself of dandruff? Okay, it depends on, I mean, this is a great question because it's one I'm asked the whole time. It depends. So, for example, men like you and I with short hair, a shampoo is quite sufficient. Women are slightly different because they've got longer hair. So if you just use a shampoo, for example, and you're using it on wet hair, generally the active ingredient in the shampoo because of the water in the hair is diluted. Um, so if the active ingredient was, for example, 1%, it's diluted up to 100 times. So in many cases, particularly most women have got long hair now, um, I always recommend using a pre-shampoo treatment. So you can apply the necessary ingredients wherever you need to on the scalp, leave it on for about 10 or 15 minutes, rinse it off, shampoo it with the shampoo, and then if necessary, apply a lotion afterwards. And what's that pre-treatment? What are you using there? What's the substance? It, again, it depends on the severity of the condition, but for most conditions, I use a treatment called Renew Therapy. It's antimicrobial. It's also moisturising. And that's very important as well, because people think of dandruff, you know, that they they just need to clear the scalp. But it's very important also to moisturise the scalp as well. Now, when you talk about washing the hair, this is the one. They're all out there with bated bread. <laughs> Come on, Liam, today, put us all right. How often should you wash your hair? You can wash your hair every day if you want to. It's not a problem. Um, just as you'd wash your skin every day. Um, essentially, so long as you use a good quality shampoo and conditioner, um, the natural oils are generally replaced within a half an hour of washing it. Um, that's the secret to using a shampoo. Shampoos should be able to wash the hair without overwashing it. So again, um, the likes of you and I would wash it maybe every day in the shower. Women are slightly different because it involves if they wash it every day, they then have to style it every day. But there's no reason why you can't wash it every day. Health scalp is hugely important because, you know, if your scalp is not healthy, you won't have healthy hair. You hear of people of the no wash fraternity, yeah. especially men, you know what I mean, yeah. who don't wash for a long, long time. And they say the natural oils come out and everything is fine. You'll have people that maybe don't wash every day, every second day or third day. What do you say to those? It's a very, very difficult question. Um, my own personal opinion is that, um, and there's no right or wrong to this in the sense of I wouldn't insult anybody who, who is of that belief. Um, my own personal opinion is that you shouldn't not wash your hair, to be perfectly honest with you, because there are sebaceous glands, there's sweat glands on the scalp as well. If you don't wash your body and you walk around after a while, it, it does smell, likewise with your hair. 
Um, you know, when you see very, very magnified, electron magnified images of the hair that hasn't been washed, uh, you'd see why it's necessary to wash because it, 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 you know, there's oil on the hair, which then attracts dust and debris and so on and so forth. Um, likewise with the scalp, because um, you're creating the more scaling that's on the scalp, the more surface area that's on it. So you're providing an ideal breeding ground for this fungi that I was talking about to multiply. If you have any questions, 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text to Liam this afternoon. Now, come back to the conditions. You dealt with dandruff there a moment ago. Let's talk about uh, alopecia and the receding hairline that, you know, a lot of people suffer from. Yeah. Um, Well, alopecia is just an umbrella name for hair loss. Everybody associates the name alopecia with alopecia areata, which is the bald patches, the autoimmune disorder. But say when you talk about a receding hair loss, you mean, say, in men? Yes. Okay. so um, that condition is called androgenic alopecia. And essentially, um, you know, most men suffer from it because it's genetic. So what actually happens is our puberty, um, we start converting testosterone into dihydrotestosterone, both men and women, not just men. The first thing you see it is uh, as acne and also second body body hair. So, for example, the beard starts a hair under the arms and so on and so forth. But in people with a predisposition to uh, uh, dihydrotestosterone, sorry, so the the testosterone is converted into dihydrotestosterone. People with a predisposition, what it does is it causes the hair follicles over a period of time to miniaturize, and therefore the hair that they produce gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And hence, in a pattern in men, um, you don't go bald, you don't lose your hair. It's just the hair gets finer and finer and finer. And over the years, your hairline starts to recede, uh, both at the front and also at the crown. Should you just accept that, Lee? That's that's life. That's You've uh, got it in your genes from previous generations. What about it? Live with it. Accept it. Uh, it depends very much, Jerry, on the individual person. Some men can't, uh, some men can. Uh, the younger that you, you look about it, the more successful the treatment may be. There's no guaranteed treatment that will work in everybody. So therefore, um, the two FDA or Food and Drugs Administration recognised treatments for it are um, Regain, Minoxidil, um, and also um, Propecia is the brand name, Finasteride is the active ingredient. They both work differently. Finasteride is in a tablet form, and what it does is it stops the testosterone from being converted into dihydrotestosterone, and it's very effective, and particularly the younger that you start it. Um, You have to be aware, though, that there are potential side effects to taking any drug. So therefore, do the potential side effects outweigh um, any benefits that you may uh, uh, get? And then with the minoxidil, it works by uh, making the hair grow for longer. So therefore, the fiber that it produces are the hair. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hair fiber that it produces is thicker, so therefore it gives your hair more body. So again, does work? Yeah, the, the foam, uh, I'm not a great, I've never been a fan of the lotion. So the 5% foam, yeah. Um, it doesn't work in all cases. Mm. And basically people combine the two together. They use the, the um, finasteroid and the uh, minoxidil together. Transplantation of hair. Yeah. Hair transplants do work. Um, um, what you do with a hair transplant is you take the hair from an area that's not affected by the dihydrotestosterone, which is at the back of your head. Um, you take the hair from there and you literally transplant it to an area that you need to fill. So typically that would be around the, the front hairline. Always remember that you can't transfer enough hair. So typically a hair transplant would be about 2,000 hairs. But you've got about... Um, you know, anywhere between 250 and 500 hairs per square centimetre. So you're never going to be able to cover the hair the way that it was. So it's very important that a surgeon will cover the hair um, to create um, the look, a full look, particularly around the hairline. And secondly, age is very important. I constantly asked by young men about hair transplants and very often they're too young because you have to be able to tell where they're going to go. So if you get their hairline, you know, hairs transplanted into the hairline and they continue to lose hair for their back, then they can be left with an oasis of hair at the front and nothing behind. OK, yes, our own Eamon Duffy here on LMFM had it done and he looks really well, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. worked fantastically yeah, well they for are, Eamon, you know. They are very, very good, yeah, to be perfectly excellent. honest with you. Yeah. Excellent. But all these conditions, these conditions, as you said, alopecia is the umbrella term for, for a lot of conditions. What about hair thinning for women when, when hair thins? Yeah, well, again, um, there's two names on that condition. There's female androgenic alopecia or female patent hair loss. And essentially, it's the same uh, condition where the dehydrotestosterone causes miniaturization of the hair follicle and a speeding up of the growth, the, the growing part of the cycle. Um, I don't want to get too technical, but yeah. essentially, again, what it does is it causes miniaturization of the hair follicle and therefore the hair fiber um, becomes thinner. Uh, women are slightly different in that in men it tends to be just a typical horseshoe area on the top of the head. With women, it's not just the top of the head that can affect, but it can also affect the sides and the back as well. Um, and again, um, you know, the, the typical thing that women notice is a widening of the central parting. Um, they notice that over the years. About four in ten women after the menopause can experience this as well. I have heard that no matter what I do, looks dry and sheep-like. Can you recommend the treatment? <laughs> okay. Dry hair. Yeah, um, it, it, it's yeah, dry hair. You know, it's it's a natural texture, so it's very important to moisturise. Um, um, so therefore, what you should be looking for is a shampoo and a, and a treatment that that essentially adds moisture to the hair. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, as part of my job as a trichologist, I actually help uh, develop 
products. So one that I, I develop is is product called Botia Elements. It's made by a small Belgian company called Karen. And they have an excellent shampoo. It's called Repair and Moisture. So it's a shampoo and then the uh, it's a mask that you leave on for about 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and that's really important. It, using a, a traditional conditioner where you just wash, rinse it on or, or put, apply it and rinse it off doesn't get a chance for the active ingredients to be absorbed into the hair. Does diet affect your scalp? Diet is hugely important in terms of both your scalp and your hair. Um, I could literally spend all day, especially after yesterday, I could spend all day doing it. It, it is very, very important to have a good balanced and healthy diet. Um, I can't stress that enough. So, yes, uh, say we were talking about dandruff. So one of the factors with dandruff um, would be that if your diet is very bad, so if you're eating a lot of processed food and you have a genetic predisposition to uh, to dandruff, then you sure as hell will get dandruff. Yes, so it is very, very So important. that's one example. Oh, we'll have yeah. to have you back with us again. There's so much in this. I, I'm not going to get to the tip of it today. Here's another one. Should you give your hair a break from GHDs and hair colour? Or is it GHOs? Is it G- GHDs? Sorry, it's um, GHDs yeah, it for uh, and hair colour. Or are they harmless? Okay. Well, GHD stands for Good Hair Day, and essentially, um, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with GHDs. As a hairdresser, they're very, very handy, and obviously, in terms of of uh, that. But as a trichologist, I absolutely hate them. Um, GHDs, by default, particularly the old ones. Um, have a, a, a default heat setting of 220 degrees. Um, now, as you can imagine, you boil water at 100, 100 degrees. You do indeed. Um, so it, they're very, very hot. What they actually do is, um, and there was an absolutely brilliant programme about two years ago on BBC Panora- uh, Horizon, it was, where they were in the lab with GHDs and they actually showed the damage that they do to the hair. So th- essentially they break down what are called the disulfide bonds in the hair, the heat does, and it, it alters the structure of the hair. So therefore, constant use damages the hair and you see that as split ends and broken hair but they're very very addictive and therefore uh, very very hard to give up so and uh, the new ones um as far as i'm aware have a temperature set at 185 degrees but certainly if people are going out to buy hair straighteners they should certainly be able to regulate the temperature on them keep them 185 degrees or under in terms of hair color uh, hair colour itself won't damage the hair, but over-processing with colour will damage the hair. So in terms of the hardest uh, type of colour on your hair is bleaching, so the types of balayage and so on and so forth. So what I would recommend is that if anybody is not sure that they go along to the hairdresser and ask them for a strand test, they'll take a, a sample of your hair, they'll they'll do whatever it is that you want them to do with it, and then you'll be able to see the potential damage and colour that you will get. Uh, with it and um, work with your hairdresser uh, because as I said it's it, as a hairdresser it's getting more and more difficult because people put colour in their hair they want to change their colours more often and ultimately over processing the hair with colour or bleach will definitely have an effect on it but colour per se no absolutely not let's take another one can you recommend a shampoo to use for scalp psoriasis I've tried several but nothing seems to work Okay, well, psoriasis is, is an autoimmune disorder. 
it's essentially, uh, again, where the skin cells multiply much quicker than they would normally do. So it normally takes approximately a month to get from the bottom of the cells, the germinating layer in the epidermis, to the stratum corneum at the top. With psoriasis, that, that process really speeds up and can take, you know, between four and seven days. So in terms of treating it, a shampoo generally is not enough. You need to use something. So, you know, the most common one that a doctor will prescribe is a steroid. Steroids uh, suppress the immune system, so therefore that's how they work. The problem with steroids is that when you stop using them and the, the you know, the condition comes back and sometimes worse than it was. Um, I personally like to use coal tar and salicylic acid. It's not very pleasant to use, but it's very effective. Um, but there is no, you know, one size fits all. It's very much dependent on the person. But definitely shampoo on its own, generally, I find, doesn't work. You have to use a treatment. With. We better not leave the greasy hair brigade out. <laughs> There's a couple of um, questions there. What can we use? My hair is so greasy. And that's come in a number of times to us there. Yeah. Uh, again, it's a very, very common condition, particularly, you know, with, with, you know, children around puberty, because, again, as I said, hormone levels are changing and so, and the sebaceous glands become more active. Uh, always look for a shampoo with zinc. Zinc basically um, controls the amount of DHT or the hydrotestosterone on, on the scalp and in doing so will actually slow down the, the, the sebaceous glands. Um, so therefore, again, um, shampoos with zinc in them. It, it, it was always thought, oh, use a very strong shampoo to wash the grease out of the hair. Yes, it washes the grease out of the hair, but it, does actually, it doesn't do anything to slow it down. So zinc PCA is a very good ingredient in a shampoo, um, which will help that way. If it's very greasy, you can, again, use a lotion at night time. Um, leave it on at night and then wash it off in the morning. Um, and again, Botia, the Botia elements have a, a, sh- a sebum-controlled shampoo, which we, we did because it's a very, very common condition, yeah. I have lots more questions. You'll have to come back to us again. I'll hold them over, I promise you. Thank you to everybody who's been in touch. And there is much more there. Uh, and we will get back to them with Liam. Liam operates out of Robert Byrne Hairdressing on the Corn Market in Navin. You can contact him there. He's a trichologist. He specialises in scalp conditions. Do you want to give your number out? Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's 046-90-21176 or 90 <laughs> and we have those numbers and we will have off 1850-715-958 if you want to ring in we'll pass them on to you fascinating I have to say what you do thank you for joining me will you come back I will definitely for the moment Liam Byrne thank you Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 